we uh, uh, I am covering this uh, session on intercession and um, uh, I think uh, <clears throat> it is a topic that is uh, uh, very much uh, spoken about but not very much uh, practiced so I felt uh, even though this time here is quite short I'll, uh, we have about 10 or uh, 13 minutes or so with including prayers but uh, I feel I just want to share in from in six to eight minutes about uh, some give you some nuggets about intercession and then I will spend the rest of the time praying because it doesn't really benefit does it uh, when you uh, spend the whole time talking about prayer but you barely pray so I feel I feel it will be worth we praying together because uh, 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 iron sharpens iron. So what is intercession? Intercession, uh, actually, it's a word that is used in different settings, including in biblical terms. Uh, but to intercede for somebody is to stand on behalf of someone uh, in uh, uh, assisting or defending and helping something, uh, something like that. But from a biblical perspective, it is to stand in the gap in uh, prayer, in uh, uh, pleading and uh, petitioning before God on behalf of someone or behalf of a situation, on behalf of a group of people, a church, and so on and so forth. So we see in the Bible so many uh, examples of people interceding for others. Abraham interceded for Lord, interceded for the people of Israel. We know of uh, Jesus himself uh, in the book of Luke chapter 22, verse 31 to 34, he interceded for uh the Apostle Peter and said that the enemy was after him and that he interceded so that uh, he will not uh, be uh, sifted. And uh, we know so many stories in the book of Acts chapter 12, how the whole church get, got together on a daily basis uh, to pray for the release of Peter who was about to be killed and so on and so forth. So intercession, uh, clearly spoken, is about standing or pleading on behalf of someone. But I have come to understand that it's not just that. You can plead before God on behalf of someone, but you can also, in terms of intercession, stand and fight the enemy spiritually and break the hold of the enemy uh, on behalf of someone uh, because you have a spiritual authority. So we can on, uh, not only plead before God, but we can also stand and deal with the forces that are fighting other people, the nation, and so on and so forth, and deal with that. So uh, I believe in, through this next uh, few minutes, what I want to share with you hopefully will help you develop a more in, more interest in this uh, ministry because uh, unfortunately I've come to uh, to see and to notice that not only in our local church, but in most churches, uh, the less attended meeting is the prayer meeting or the intercessory meeting. And it really bothers me. It's, it's, it's not right because to intercede is to communicate with God. It is to plead with him. It is to encounter him. It is to present the things that are dear to our hearts, but also that are dear to him, uh, uh, to God. But somehow... Uh, a prayer meeting, I mean, people can come for miracle services or fun services or 
All these things are uh, legitimate, they are right, but the real thing where life is, uh, is in the pl- place of prayer. And so, uh, uh, because that is where power is generated uh, and that history is made. And some people think, oh no, I'm not too much of an intercessor. This is not my calling. This is not my, fi- my feeling or my ministry. But I would like to disagree with you because when you read in the book of Revelations chapter five, verse 10, the Bible makes it very clear that you as a child of God, God has enabled you and has given you and I a responsibility to be priests. He said, he, we will believe he has made us priests and kings and we shall rule on the earth. So you and I as priests, we are supposed to stand because a priest has the responsibility of standing in between God and the people, interceding for the people and bringing the will of God to pass. And one thing that will encourage you even to intercede and to continue in that is that the only ministry that Jesus did was here on earth and that he's still doing in heaven is the ministry of intercession. So if Jesus found it so interesting that he did it not only when he was here physically, but after he was uh, 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 resurrected and went up to heaven, he's still interceding. Let me tell you, it is worth you and I doing it. So intercession is very important for every believer. It is something that every one of us should be doing and because scripture encourages us that we should pray for one another so that we will be healed or we will be established. And I really want to say that prayer is actually very boring when it is too self-centered, it is selfish and so on and so forth. But it brings excitement when you stand in the gap on behalf of other people and that you see God answering their prayers uh, or your prayers uh, and giving them answers, it encourages you to hold on to your own needs. And I would like to encourage you today, if this has not been your experience, uh, try and pray more for other people. Pray for the nation. Pray for the church. As you do so, as you take care of the things that are on God's heart, I can tell you God will take care of your own stuff as well. And so intercession is also a spiritual system by which you have access to divine secrets. You have access to heaven's attention. You have access to power to disallow or allow things uh, to to happen here on earth. Intercession is a powerful tool that is given to the Christian, to everyone who believes, uh, to bring the kingdom of God down. Remember in the Lord's prayer, the Lord taught us in prayer, we should call upon the kingdom of God or we could cry to God that let your kingdom come. This is a, a powerful tool in making changing things, uh, making history. Uh, so, uh, But I would like to say intercession doesn't come cheap. There is a price to pay. And that is why actually many people are not ready or they are not that efficient. But let me tell you, uh, uh, perfection comes uh, through practice. Uh, so it takes uh, time, it takes energy, it takes sacrifice. And somebody will ask, why intercede? We intercede because Jesus did it and God asked us to. Amen. And also, it uh, it means uh, uh, it is a mean by which uh, 
God's will is reinforced. We see that in the book of, in the Gospels, how Anna and Simeon were in the temple of God on a daily basis, praying for the coming of the Lord Jesus when he has been prophesied long before their time. So intercession is a, a, a way by which you are able to reinforce the will of God. But it is also a system of legislature. You can create from out of nothing through intercession, through prayer. You can call the invisible to come into manifestation when you stand in prayer and intercession. It gives you also access to the deep things of God. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 says, ask of me, of me and I'll show you great and mighty things that you know, you know not. So intercession gives, there are so many benefits of intercession. Many of us not knowing this, we do we barely do it, but I would like to encourage you as you engage into this ministry, you will see amazing things. You will be able to commune with God because it gives you advantage. It releases the favor of God for insight and revelation. In the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17, the apostle Paul says it so clearly. So, but one thing that I really want to make uh, you aware of is that through intercession, there is one key element. That is the element of the attitude of your heart. You need to pay attention. The Bible says we should guard our hearts more than anything because out of it are the issues of life. So in intercession, the enemy will make sure he tampers with your heart. That is why sometimes some people randomly will come and upset you and so on and so forth. When your heart is not in the right place, that is where the enemy will come in and will distract and will try to stop you from being effective. So you need to free your heart. You need to clear your heart. You need to make your heart light so that uh, with the wind of the Holy Spirit, uh, you can be able to mount up uh, and just get in tune with God. Uh, but I really want to say also that uh, you can't uh, fake the presence of God. If you are not used to getting into the presence of God, uh, these things, uh, you can't fake them. You either have it or you don't, uh, but you have it through practice uh, and it is acquired in the place of prayer in the secret place. When you are prayerless, you are powerless. So uh, quickly, some few keys uh, to allowing you to be effective in your intercession uh, for uh, key elements that I really want to share with you. First of all, if you want to be uh, powerful in your intercession, you need to be intimate. You see, God has not had favorites, but he has intimates. Because an intimate of God is someone who has that uh, privileged access to the throne room of God, where God can download his mind and his will and his purposes. So you can have a powerful intercessory time when you are more intimate, you are intentional and you pay the price. But you are also effective in intercession when you are obedient to divine instructions. So uh, people who hear God and they do not take it into account, uh, their prayers are less effective, less powerful. Also a third element in helping you be effective in your prayer or in your intercession is to pray God prayers. And what I call God prayers are the prayers that uh, the Lord Jesus taught us, like uh, let your king kingdom come, let your will be done, and so on and so forth, uh, praying for revival, praying for the salvation of souls, and so on and so forth. And the fourth thing, 
quickly that will help you be effective in intercession and make your prayer very powerful is to develop a lifestyle of prayer. It is not like an occasional visit of the throne room of God. It is to develop a continuous, sustained lifestyle of prayer. Remember, Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. He didn't say it shall be called a shop. You do not stay in a shop. You do not remain in a shop. You visit the shop to take one or two things, but you reside in your house. And the house where God will reside, where God will meet with you, according to the book of Psalm 91, is the house of prayer. God does not want you to be a visitor into his house. He wants you to come and dwell and tabernacle there. Stamina, advantage, spiritual giants are built in the secret place through prayer and intercession. I really want to encourage you today, raise the altar of prayer and intercession where heavens will come down, where divinity will be released into your humanity, will enable you, empower you to be a vessel of honor. I want you to understand that intercession can be done on your own, it can be done in agreement with someone, it can be done with other people. It can be done also through worship. Intercession can also be done by praying in the spirit. All of that has some biblical references, but I guess my eight minutes that I promised are gone. So I really want you to take that as a an encouragement and go deeper. If you were praying before, interceding before, I hope this will encourage you to do it the more with the revelation. And one key element before we really pray is that I've come to understand in the book of Ezekiel that all of us, when we go to heaven, we will receive a crown and we will be welcome and so on and so forth. But there is one thing that is said in the book of Ezekiel that also only will come to the intercessors. The Bible says there will be a seal that will be put on our forehead to distinguish us for those of us who lie on earth. We were busy interceding for the town, for the city, for the uh, village, for this uh, nation, or for the nations. Uh, we will receive a specific blessing that not all the other Christians will get. So let me tell you, I would love to have that. Uh, so uh, I, I really want to encourage you end here and uh, take some few prayer points. Uh, Paul said in the book of 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1, uh, imitate me as I myself, I imitate Christ. And so no wonder this man, Paul, was able to write history. He had uh, this technology by which uh, he was able to download the secrets of heaven uh, and he was able to do amazing things. I want to find myself in that uh, company, that group of people. So right now, why don't you just join with me? We want to pray. We want to ask God to assist us in this ministry. We, uh, hopefully you got something out of this, an encouragement, and you want to take it. Actually praying late yesterday night, I felt the Holy Spirit of God uh, was uh, prompting me to say that uh, there is about 140 people that today, at the consequence of this message, uh, you will 
be energized and you will be more inclined to intercede more. If you used to pray for two minutes, uh, you pray for more, you will increase uh, and so on and so forth. And you will see that uh, the mind of God will be revealed unto you. So we want to pray quickly and ask the spirit of God or the grace of God to come upon us that God will fill our hearts with compassion for souls. Uh, that is both for our family and our friends, uh, that God will help us to pray for them for their salvation and we will be consistent. We will not just do it randomly and we'll ask also praying for God to give us grace to advance his kingdom. Let us pray right now. Father, we pray and we thank you that you release over us right now the spirit of intercession. Download that anointing over each and every one of us. As I pray, oh Lord my God, let that spirit come upon each and everyone and let us embark on this powerful ministry that you've given us, uh, that you have shown us. Uh, we also pray in the name of Jesus uh, that the Lord will change our hearts uh, and make us uh, a living uh, or living altars uh, for the divine activities. Let us pray right now. Father, we ask the Holy Spirit to make us, O oh Lord my God, to, to transform us, to change us, uh, to give us, O oh Lord my God, this ability to remain, uh, to tabernacle, to engage, uh, to have a spiritual uh, uh, encounter so that we will be, O oh Lord my God, that place where heaven will be clear, will be manifest. Uh, we thank you for this grace. Uh, I will give you praise and I give you glory. Our time is far gone, but we really want to, uh, I, I, I really want to encourage you that seek the face of God. Seek uh, through prayer, wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. There will be a transfer of anointing, transfer of power, transfer of uh, the glory of the Lord, and you will be that uh, living witness. It happened to Moses. He was able to meet with God in the place of prayer. When he came down, literally people could see it uh, upon his face. So I really want to end by praying right now the grace and the blessing of God over you. Father, as we uh, finish this time, I pray that what you have given to so many in the, the Bible and what you have given me particularly as a calling and as a ministry, because we can only give what we've got. I pray in the name of Jesus that the spirit of prayer will be steered in the heart of those hearing me now. Let the anointing that breaks the yoke of laziness, that breaks the yoke of uh, uh, prayer, uh, prayerlessness, uh, let it be broken in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Raise giants, raise us, uh, 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 spiritual uh, uh, giants, an army that will stand in the gap and will see changes. Uh, because we may not be in government, but we are in power. Because in prayer, Power is released to make and undo. So I declare in the name of Jesus that anointing released not only over you, but over this church in Jesus' precious name. Amen.